All right, good afternoon. I'm Alan Waddell, and this is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented as always by Creighton Holmes. We're here at Kate Street Seafood Station. Uh, thank you so much for joining us wherever, wherever you may be as the 2023 season is uh, kind of coming down the home stretch here. Just a couple of weekends left here in the Southland Conference uh, race. We've got one more midweek game in South Alabama. This week we'll play, play our final three road games of the season. We'll be on the road at Houston Christian uh, for a three-game set, then before returning home uh, for four more home games. And, and just call it like it is, which has been a, a disappointing uh, back half of this season. I know that talking with Matt and his staff and the players, I'm sure they'll all agree with that. It just has not gone our way here uh, the last few weeks of the season. So we still got some season left to play out, though, and hopefully we can turn this thing around uh, with seven games to go. At this point, we're going to welcome to the show uh, the head baseball coach of your Southeastern Lions, Coach Matt Reiser. And, Matt, obviously, uh, you know, I know you're, you're, you're disappointed. And, uh, and, uh, and just kind of this team – the last few weeks has just instead of finding ways to win, we found ways as, ways to, to to lose games, and I know that's got to be frustrating for you and the players as well. Yeah, you know, we we literally have done it about every way we can. Uh, games we haven't hit, games we haven't pitched, games we haven't played defense, and our defense this past week was atrocious. Uh, it just it, it is what it is. Uh, unfortunately, we've been playing good defense for the most majority of the year. You know, a couple plays here or there we could be better at, but. Uh, this past week in the four games, uh, that, that was about as bad of defensive performance we could have, and it wasn't just one guy. I mean, it was collectively, uh, you know, in, in, in many facets there, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, in the infield defensive play, whether uh, it was outfield defensive play, or whether, you know, filling a position on the mound. It's just, there was, there was a lot of bad plays that we had, and uh, it was unfortunate, you know, because, again, we were in a situation to, you know, again, we talk about breaking the ice, man. If we just could get one of these games, um, to go our way, I feel like that kind of alleviates some of the pressure and we can kind of go and roll with it and we continue to find ways to give those up. And obviously that was that 11-inning game yesterday in the doubleheader, you know, game one, the doubleheader. And again, we could succumb to the circumstances of the situation. And that next game just, it, it, yeah, it, just, it, it doesn't, look, uh, doesn't look very competitive. And that's, that's unfortunate uh, because we've built this program on a lot more than that and, and the situation that we're in. Uh, but the reality of it is, is, is that's where we're at. And, uh, yeah, no, none of us envision being here. But now I think more than ever you see, you know, how important it is when we talk about, and especially in this game, uh, of getting guys who are mentally tough enough to handle situations and, uh, and adversity. And, you know, because, again, this, this club had been challenged a little bit. Um, the club last year, how much they were challenged, you know, and, and continued to answer the bell last year. To this year where, you know, again, hey, man, we've had some situations where we answered, I think, about after Jacksonville, the heartbreaking loss there on Sunday, two strikes, two outs. Hey, man, we bounced back to beat Auburn at Auburn the next weekend. Great job. You know, we have a, a, a lit down the next weekend against Memphis, you know, at home, um, a club that's not, you know, very, very average that, you know, we should dominate. Uh, to the next week we go down to Corpus, which is a tough place to play where we almost sweep Corpus, you know. So we, we answered the bell on some of these things. And then just, you know, since that Incarnate Word series, man, we, have, we haven't. We, we've had multiple opportunities to do it, multiple situations to do it. Um, and it's either been because we haven't hit it in the game or we haven't, uh, you know, finished off the game the back end pitching-wise or we haven't played good defense. Maybe we made the right pitches and just haven't played good enough defense to be, you know, be able to overcome those situations. So it's unfortunate to be in this position. Uh, you know, injuries have, have, have played some, you know, of that in a little bit to, to extent, you know, offensively to – 
put some pressure on us there. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, uh, winners win. And they find ways to, to get through it and persevere through it. And guys pick each other up. And we just haven't seen that with this club. You know, when, when a mistake's been made, uh, there's been nobody else on the back end to be able to make those plays, yeah. you know, to, to overcome those moments. And it's been collectively as a whole, you know, hey, man, if one guy play, makes a bad play, the next guy makes a bad play, the next guy makes – and that's just been, you know, this uh, kind of black cloud has been over the last five weeks, six weeks. I don't know. I'm sure you guys, you know, in baseball, you chart everything. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know, yep. you know, if, what the number is, but it just feels like there's seven or eight games this year where we either had the lead in the ninth or yep. were tied in the ninth and yep. just – we haven't made the play to win. Yep. And, and a lot of times, and just call it like this, we made the play to lose. Yep. You know, instead of instead of them yep. making, it, it's not like we're just going out there and getting beat. You right. know, you know, in the, some of those situations, I don't know the exact number, but it, yep. it's got to be seven or eight games, Matt. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's been a lot. Um, and you know, obviously, some two concerns we had coming into the to the year, you know, was obviously, hey man, from a leadership standpoint, who were we going to replace the Faulkners and the Kellers and the Welches and that kind of stuff to keep us going and. Uh, you know, again, some of those injuries happened offensively, and some of those guys we we thought maybe be able to count on, you know, haven't been able to because of their injuries. You know, guys like Christian Garcia, guys like Jake Killingsworth, um, you know, that we felt would help. You know, guys like Finky and Shea Thomas, and um, you know, Connor Manola and those guys. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, it, it it is what it is, and and some of the other guys have got to step up and. Um, yeah, we, we have not done a good job of finishing games off. You know, the other part of this that we had concerns on was who was going to finish games coming in the season. You know, we, we wanted Asphalt to be the guy, obviously. Uh, you know, he's just as disappointed as we are that he hasn't been the guy and hasn't been able to do that. Um, obviously, coming off the, the year he had last year and, and the way he finished off last year and just, man, the confidence, man, of what we had going, how we had rolling. Uh, you know, again, wasn't there for us. So, you know, we've been doing it by committee. When you think you're going to go this way, you have to go by another guy. And, you know, Spencer really is, is, is the guy, in all honesty, I think now from uh, here on out. Uh, I thought he pitched well there on on uh, on Sunday in game one to finish that game off. And, and just, you know, we, we get beat, no doubles. That's a freshman move, you know, um, that the guy hits one over our head and when we're up by one in the 10th inning or whatever it is, bottom of 10th, and just that just can't happen. You know, we're telling Mac Turner, who's, you know, a true freshman, who hadn't played outfield since Little League, uh, you know, hey, man, no doubles. And he backs up and not understand, hey, man, this is literally the guy with the best power. You, you can't get beat over your head. And we do. We get beat over your head. And then I'll see, hey, man, we just don't make a play. I mean, we had multiple situations to be able to do it. We had the ball ricocheted off and had a chance to make a play. It just, again, like I said, we did everything to, to find ways to lose games. And uh, we we have – I told them on s Sunday yesterday after the, the doubleheader, uh, you know, getting dipped or whatever twice, uh, hey, man, now you, we're essentially almost mathematically eliminated from the situation, right? Um, it's not mathematic, but it's close. It's, it's close. I think we're within a game. Uh, so the reality is, hey, man, um, I don't want anybody to look at us and, and say, hey, man, they, they quit. Uh, I think that's the main thing. And I, I don't know, because I'm, I'm not going to. I mean, that's just, if we have games to play, I'm going to play at the best of our ability, and that's not right to, to our seniors and our group that has done so much for this program, right? Uh, hey, man, just just keep competing and find a way to win it. Let's let's get the mojo back a little bit. And, again, you know, we'll have this week to prepare to get ready for Houston Christian to do that. So, you know, you got to wear that thing with a lot of pride. I, I tell people that all the time, that, man, we get the right guys in the program that wear that jersey with pride. So, you know, put that thing across your chest, man, and, and understand what you're playing for. You're playing for something bigger than yourself. Well, Matt, you know, you, uh, we've got to be friends over the, over the years and, and certainly uh, known you for a long time now. And I was thinking about it today when I was riding up here. I mean, I know, you, you know, as a player, you had a ton of success in high school. Then you went to the junior college level, had a ton of success there. You go to Tulane, you go to College World Series uh, as a player, and then you come here. Uh, and obviously we've had a ton of success. 
we haven't had to deal with this. Nope. And you personally, I don't know. If, yep. I I don't know all your seasons, but. I don't think you've ever had to deal with, with something like this. Uh, so, I mean, this yeah. I guess that's a good thing that you never had to deal with, with right. something like this. But now that we're in this spot, how do you, you know, how do these handle these last few yeah. weeks? Ab- absolutely. You know, and, that, and that's the conversation you're going to have with them. And, and like you said, you, you know, you evaluate everything. You know, I mean, right now, this that's the, the part of this process that you're in. You evaluate everything. Everything's on the table to be evaluated, yourself included, right? Um, and so I go back, man. Yeah, I think ever since I was five years old, this is probably, as a player, as a coach, this is the worst season I've ever been a part of, uh, you know, just call a spade a spade where we're at. Uh, and so, like I told the guys yesterday, I said majority of those guys in that huddle have never been in this position either, right, as a player. Um, and so, hey, man, so you asked a question. How do you handle that? How, what do you do? A lot of those guys in that huddle are the same way I am. They're winners, uh, and they've had a lot of success. I do know what success looks like, and I do know how we got it, and I do know how we can focus on that. And so that's what my mindset is going to be geared towards the back end here, right, these last couple of weeks. I told them they need to fit their brain around that. You know what when you were successful in a winning and what that looks like and what you did to do that. So stick to that. Stick to that thought process, whatever that is that you do to be in that and have that success. That's what you got to stick to instead of wondering, like, hey, man, how do we get out of the, the nastiness of this you know, dark cloud that we're under? Uh, never been in this position before. I don't know how to handle it. Yeah, you do because you know what success looks like. So if you know what success looks like and that's what you want, then just keep doing what you did to be successful and don't focus on, hey, man, how do we get out of, of this funk that we're in or whatever it may be. So, you know, that'll be our last couple of weeks, you know, here uh, in the season that we're going to really try to focus on. Hey, man, remind yourself of what you did to be in this moment, to be in this position, right, to have all the success you've had over the years and to be such a winner. Um, focus on that. What was that? What did that look like? And do that to the best of your ability instead of focus on what try to do to get out of negative stuff. Well, there you have it. That's the head baseball coach here, Southeastern Lions, Coach Matt Riser. Uh, we're just getting it started here at Kate Street Seafood Station. Uh, again, this is inside Southeastern Baseball. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll, we'll walk through all these games. We'll get Matt to comment on them. And then uh, certainly we'll look ahead to, to this weekend as the Lions will be on the road at Houston Christian. We'll get more uh, comments from Matt about, you know, where the program is right now, you know, how, how where, where we're at and, uh, and you know, what, what's got to be done right here. We get, so stay with us. We're going to be here for a full hour. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about right here inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Riser presented by Creighton Townsend Homes on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Riser presented by Creighton Townsend Homes here at uh, K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, seems like it was, you know, after the weekend, Matt, that, that the game during the midweek was, uh, was a long time yeah, ago. Was, but, yeah. man. You know, I know the game didn't turn out the way we wanted against LSU. I know I had a chance to visit with you after the game. Yep. Uh, and that one just didn't – I don't know if we handled the moment as well as we we have in the past, yep. you know. Uh, but forget baseball for a second. I want to talk about the fact that, uh, man, when we get that thing packed, <laughs> I mean, our, awesome, our it is. I mean, our yep. atmosphere, you know, the pregame, all yep. the tailgating taking place, you know, I, I just – I hope people realize – you know, what we have here in Hammond because, you know, I'm watching, uh, you know, for example, I'm looking at um, UConn right now as a top 10 team. Yep. And I saw on their social media yesterday uh, they put that they set a record for their park and they had like 1,500 people there. Right. And I'm thinking, you know, we average 12 to 1,400 a game. Yep. And, you know, we jammed 3,500 in there against LSU. There's not a place to stand. There's not a place to park. Uh, and the atmosphere was great. You're on top of the game. And I think that's why – 
what, the way this season is going is so frustrating is because we have so many good things around, and, uh, and the yeah. program has been built yeah, yeah. to where there's just so much good yeah. around baseball program right now. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, we we built it to the point to where, let's be honest, it, it's it's like a power five job, right? Absolutely. Um, the expectation to win, you know, obviously the amenities, the facilities now, the support. we have the locker room going up, the support, right, the whole nine yards. I mean, people are excited about baseball around here, and unfortunately, that's that's been the the bad part about this year is we haven't given them a whole lot to be excited about from a play standpoint, right? Everything's been outside of it, and that's again, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, that's obviously not where any any one of us want to be, and 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 especially. You know our players. I mean, that, that's you know they're they're wearing the way of the world on their shoulders, and that's what I'm trying to get them out of their way of. You know, hey man, let me let me be responsible for that. <laughs> Y'all just go play baseball, and you know we talked about Tuesday night a little bit. You know with LSU and saying, hey man, man, it was a moment, but look at our defense all week. I mean, it was yeah. just let's let's call a spade a spade. Our defense was bad. Yeah, where week. where did that come from? I mean, we haven't been playing bad defense. Yeah, right? not 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 particularly. You know, and and I think I mean not I, letting balls roll between your legs. Right. I, I think that's where it's kind of coming to that we we have started to focus on some other things outside of Impressing. baseball. Yeah. Well, just just things outside of baseball, right? The focus hasn't been on baseball, and that's what happens when you struggle. You know, there's a lot of outside noise. There's a lot of outside entities. There's a lot of outside voices. Uh, including the, the voices in your head, right, that, that need to be blocked out. Um, and, and I think that's where we have, have kind of gotten to this point where we're at, uh, that we've listened to those voices and, you know, we've had those negative thoughts and we've had, well, what if this happens and what if that happens? Instead of just, hey, man, keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. Like, hey, man, hit ball, right, catch ball, throw ball, you know. I mean, just, just it's it's a simple game uh, mindset-wise. You know, obviously it's difficult to do sometimes, especially consistently, but, uh, I, I mean, we just we didn't play good defense on on Tuesday night, and you know, yeah, the LSU Tigers are the LSU Tigers, man. They're a great program and and got a, a really good lineup. And uh, when you give them that much free stuff, then obviously they're going to make you pay for it. But you know, it, it, it's funny to get beat ten nothing in a game like that and sit there and go like, I don't feel like we really got beat that bad, you know. And, and when I <laughs> say that, people are probably like, you're crazy, man. You think just playing LSU close is good? No, no. I expected to beat LSU. In all well, no, but every time you gave them an extra out, they capitalized. That, and, that, and that's uh, it. And that, and so it just continued to give them situations that, hey, man, yeah, when you give them that, they'll, they'll, they'll beat you, right? And they did. They beat us 10 nothing. But in the same situation, is like, hey, man, just, if we make just one of the 10 mistakes we made, uh, then, yeah, we're in good shape, you know, and even even base running-wise. I mean, we, we had freshman moments. We had the double steal going when it's, uh, I don't know, I think 7 nothing, and Don't you know, slide in the third. Don't slide in the third. Like, yep. Well, hey, man, if we slide in the third, we're safe, easy, easy safe. So now you get second, third, you know, ball falls in, get a base hit, 7-2. It's a little bit different game, a little bit different feel and certain things. It's just the momentum of the game, right? We talked about it. Uh, there's five probably games a year that you could take and, and switch your whole season around. This year's probably been more like 10. Uh, but there's there's five moments in a game that you can do the same thing and flip the game and flip the energy and that's the moments we have continued to to not cash in on uh, unfortunately and also that's where Tuesday night got to where it was uh, where it was ten nothing there and you know uh, the Tigers beat us. A couple other points though you know I want to bring back the go back to the crowd for just a moment and one thing I think that you know a lot of times when you see LSU on the schedule and especially in a mid major program or a, a, another school in the state you know they have such a big following. Uh, you say, oh well, you know, of course they're going to sell out. They're going to it's going to be overrun by LSU. I think it was like ninety ten, like ninety percent southeastern gear in there yeah. on on, on thir Tuesday night. So I, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm really proud of our fan base of how far we've come. Yep. As far as it, you know, ten fifteen years ago, that would have been a different case. Right. Uh, and we've just seen where our fans come out and they're in droves, and we have great crowds. And that's what I was trying to tell some people that showed up because it was just that game. Hey, you know, 
you need to come to more games because right. this is you know it's not this full, but we have great crowds every night, right. and, and I think that's the thing that uh, has to be sold, and people have to realize what's going on here in Hammond. Well, exactly, and that's what we built the program to. You know, in all honesty, I, I think we played them here in maybe two thousand nine or maybe you know, one of the system. It was early in my my career here. I think it was your first game. Um, it, it was early. Your first game as head coach was against them. I mean, well, at home. Well, yeah, but we had um, – no, I'm talking about when I was assistant. So, when okay. I got here like 2008, 2009, I think we played them at home as well. You know, they made the cycle, right? Yeah. And so, that is the cycles every four or five years, whatever. So, and that year, whatever year it was, 08, 09, first, second year coaching, um, like you said, man, you, you looked out in the crowd, and back then, because we weren't very good – um, a majority, or at least half, was LSU fans. I, I remember seeing the picture at first base, whether the play was at first, and, like, the, the wooden stands behind was mostly purple and gold. Oh, I forgot about those old wooden stands. Those old wooden stands, because we weren't any good. There wasn't anything really to be excited about yet. And so, you know, honestly, that's where we've gotten the program, too, that people are, man, the expectations to go play and beat LSU. We don't play them just to play them and say, hey, man, we'll, let's, let's pack it with Tiger fans. Our community's done a great job of getting excited about our program because we're getting something to get excited about. And also, one thing I want to make sure our fans realize as well is we have a train coming through. I'm going to get to a commercial in just a second, but I'll, I'll leave you with this thought. You know, one thing that we have a great opportunity with, especially in baseball, that we've really capitalized on, and a lot of that's because of Matt, uh, is the fact that we've been able to attract programs to come here. You don't see that in a lot of sports. I mean, right. you're never going to get LSU or Ole Miss to come play you in football here in Hammond. Yep. You know, that's not going to happen. But in baseball, they'll do that. So back-to-back -back years, we hosted the number one team in the country right here in Hammond. Let's take a break. We come back, we'll have more. Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Townsend Homes on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Sorry, we had a little take a little quick one there. The train was bearing down on us, uh, but it got on through here, here at Kate Street Seafood Station. Again, once again, this is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. I want to go back to the point before I had to hurriedly get to break. Um, as we talked about the quality opponents that we've gotten here in Hammond, Matt, you know, you talk about back-to-back -back years, the number one team in the nation. You know, you, you, I can think back. I mentioned UConn earlier. They've been down here. West yep. Virginia's been down here. Uh, you know, you had St. John's come from the Big East earlier this year. We've had a lot of really, – Mississippi State's been here. Yep. Uh, obviously, the, the, the teams we play all the time, Southern Miss, South Alabama, they always come in as right. well, UL. Tulane. But, man, we've had, some, uh, we've had some really good opponents come here to Hammond. I know geographically that helps us. Yep. But also, as well as we've always uh, uh, performed in the RPI, I mean, those phone calls for you have gotten had to have gotten a lot easier the last five or six years than maybe when uh, when you first got here. Yeah, y yes and no. You know, it just depends on who you call. <laughs> cause, well, uh, I see what you're saying, yeah, because when you're good, you don't want to play. <laughs> yeah, because when you're good, you know, it, it, it makes it a little more difficult, um, you know, for teams who, who need who need the wins. who aren't worried about their RPI. Uh, when you have teams that are comfortable in what they're doing, an Ole Miss, right, who just won a national championship, hey, man, they, they need the RPI. So they're trying to figure out how to balance it where they've got home games, right, but they need to go on the road and play a few too to keep them where they're in, in hosting sites and, and, and doing those kind of things. And so that's where, yes, you know, uh, when you have the, the traditional year we have, the RPI where it's supposed to be, you know, they enjoy coming in. And then it's not a lolly-to-sleep atmosphere, right? This isn't a trap game for them. This is, hey, man, we get a chance to go in front of a great crowd and perform the way we need to perform. And it's a little bit more used to whatever, you know, they're playing in front of in the Power Five. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I want to go back to that uh, game just a moment, too. I want to talk about Adam Guth. Uh, yep. I know that you uh, you were able to get him out there on the yep. mound. Uh, and, and, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, playing the – number one team in the country at home back-to-back -back years. He got to actually start in both those games. Yeah, so Adam Guth uh, started in both of those games. Uh, but he's been dealing with a lot of injuries. I mean, he's, he's had a uh, – he, he's had limited action. He still yep. hasn't given up an earned run yep. uh, this year. 
Um, but it was nice to see him back on the mound. I know that there was a thought maybe a few weeks ago that he might not return this year, so it yep. was good to see him back on the mound. It, it really was, you know, a breath of fresh air. Just, you know, you know what you get in competitor-wise. He's handled a lot of moments for us. And, uh, yeah, and in all honesty, you know, we were, had some hope and desire maybe Jay Long would be back. You know, he's, he's still working, trying to, to, to get to that point. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to open up with Guth there. We knew he was a young man who's, who's handled before. We didn't want to, you know, uh, put one of the freshmen in that situation first at start, first time. You know, we want to just try to get off to a good start. And I thought he gave us that. You know, unfortunately, we didn't play good defense behind him. And when you don't play good defense and you give him extra outs, then obviously the Tigers make you pay. And, uh, you know, they hit the homer there off of him. But I thought overall, I thought his, his outing was what we needed to be to, to get us off to the right start. And, uh, you know, then we kind of whole staffed it after that and, and had, some, had some good and had some bad in there. Uh, you know, offensively, just couldn't get anything going. I mean, you know, the Gidry kid is a, is a good arm. He's got a good slider. Um, you know, but unfortunately, we, we, we didn't have a whole lot of a game plan there uh, and answer for his breaking ball. Matt, you go to the weekend against Nichols, had to go down there and take on those guys. Uh, and always kind of a – it's kind of a weird ballpark the way it plays. A lot of wind always usually blowing in. But yeah. there was some offensive games uh, this weekend yep. that you usually don't see down there uh, in Thibodeau. Yeah, it was. You know, uh, Friday night, uh, it, it didn't get offensive till late. You know, I think actually at one point in time it might have been – Three three or four three or whatever it was, maybe in the sixth inning. You know, a lot of those runs were, were scored there late. I think we gave up uh, a boatload there as we got yeah, kind of later late. innings. Yeah, and that's seventh and eighth well, inning. Matt, you know, one thing that I and I'm gonna let you speak for yourself, but I yeah. thought that was frustrating for as as a spectator just yeah. watching the games was. I felt like we did a good job this weekend of we got ahead a lot. Yeah, we kept getting ahead. And we just couldn't go out in. there and get a shutdown yeah. inning. Yeah. You know, like it seems like every time we'd, if we'd score two, they'd yep. come out and score. Yep. Or if we took a lead, they'd come out and score. Yep. And I know that's something that's got to be better, you know, the rest of this year, but then obviously moving forward as well. we got to be better in those situations. Yep. Well, and, and that's exactly right. I mean, the last couple of weeks we feel like we've been in that, that kind of back and forth that the offense has kind of responded a little bit, right, and kind of getting us in a situation where they're – yeah, they put us up or, or they they tied it back up and then we need the shutdown to keep kind of doing right. that and we kind of keep going the back and forth until, you know, they finally kind of throw the last zero on us, you know, uh, instead of us throwing the last zero up for them. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just been one of those one of those crazy years, man, that we just have not found ways to get guys out consistently. You know, uh, we get guys out in some moments that, that I don't want to say they're non-pressure moments, but they're, you know, well, thanks now, but, you know, a little too late. Yeah. Um, and well, it's easy then. Yeah, the, the, the I mean, pressure. Not, not easy, but the, you know, the pressure's different. The pressure's different, and it's just, um, and that's, and that's where we've got to be better. You know, uh, unfortunately, uh, we haven't for whatever reason this year. Uh, you know, that some guys haven't handled that adversity as well. And I think it's just kind of collectively as a whole right now, as opposed to maybe an individual thing, right? I mean, they just, it's just different when you're losing. Uh, let's be honest. When you get the mojo working, you see things differently. You, 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 the, the ball happens to bounce your way. The call happens to go your way. You see those when it's mojo going right. When you're not, when you're losing, you see everything that doesn't go your way. Well, if that had bounced this way, and the bounce is the same, I'll be honest right. with you. It's just how you're looking at it. It's your outlook on it. And so, uh, yeah, hey, man, so what are you going to get a call? Who cares? Like, there's going to be another call in the game you're probably not going to get. Hey, so what? The bounce ain't going your way. There's probably going to be another bounce in the game that doesn't go your way. But, hey, there's going to be one that does go your way. And, and you've got to continue to pursue it that way and that, and that mindset. And, uh, yeah, so there's Friday night. Um, you know, obviously in a Friday night game, they started, they threw, I don't want to say they threw off, but they threw a guy that has not started all year in the Rodriguez kid. Obviously, we're starting Kinsler. We feel good about it. Uh, that was probably Kinsler's worst outing uh, on the season, in all honesty. I, mean, I thought he was 
um, you know, behind a lot, unfortunately. You know, also we had the walks again we had to deal with again. And, that, and that's a veteran offense. I'm going to be – I'm not going to take anything away from their offense. I mean, that's, that's – Yeah, they've guys, been scoring a bunch of runs. They have. They have. They've been scoring a bunch of runs. It's a veteran offense from top to bottom. I think they've got one new guy, two new guys in the lineup, you know, and, and guys that, like, hey, man, they're oh, that's a new guy. The new guys are reading a nice compliment to the returners and not returners that hit 200 last year, the returners who hit 360 and 340 and – uh, it's just a, a veteran club, so when you give them that many free opportunities and that many free passes, I mean they're gonna they're gonna find ways to cash in. And unfortunately, they did on Friday night. Very rare do you yeah. see a Friday night where you, you give up 13 runs and 16 hits. I mean that's extremely uh, uncharacteristic of any Friday night game. But you know it's it's unfortunate what we did. Uh, we didn't pitch it very well, and and you know every time we responded, we yeah. just couldn't get that. They were shut up six down three. Then, we made it six yep. six, and yep. then. Just couldn't hold them. Yeah, and, and then, again, the errors. I mean, we, we were given extra outs. I mean, we yeah. just did not play good defense. I don't know how many errors we made on Tuesday night, but, you know, you can see it there on the score box. There's three errors there on Friday night. So we probably had ten for the week. I mean, it, it was bad. It was bad defensively this week. And, you know, so when you do that, then it, it then it creates some more of that, again, where, you know, guys can get some hits and, and, and make you pay and the no, free 12, passes. Twelve yeah. on the week. Yeah, there you go, twelve on the week. So that's, that's, a, that's a rough week fielding-wise, so. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a rough week there, you know. Uh, unfortunately, and, and some other miscues that probably didn't go up as errors, but just you know things we didn't do very, very well all, all defensively. We did have a couple of homers in this game. Uh, T.J. Homer also Brett Roosevelt Homer for the first time this year. Yep. Kind of surprising, you know. He I think he had seven last year, didn't he? Six. Yeah. Six. Six. Yeah. yeah. You know, he he's been so much better the last three weeks, man. I yeah, know he really has. If you want to look at the batting average, that's that's fine. Look at the batting average, but look at the hard contact he's had, the big at bats he's had, the moments he's kind of stepped up for us there offensively. He looks more like Brett Roosevelt his last three or four weeks, and. He's done a good job, man. That's what he—that's what he is. He's—he's he's hard nosed. He's going to find a way to adjust and, and grind away through some things, and uh, still be productive when he's not hitting. But now, you know, the, the ABs are starting to come up with some big moments. He had the home run the other night. Had a big sack fly there that I can think of. Hit three or four balls hard yesterday in, in some big moments that you know, just whether they were lineouts or sack flies, whatever it may be, but just had some really, really good at bats for us. So that was good to see. Yeah, and, and TJ, man. I mean, you know, now we've, we've talked about him. That's been the inconsistency a little bit with TJ, right? And that's part of what you're getting with with a, a younger player um, is is the maturity level. You're 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 helping him grow through some things and mature through some things. So, you know, early was all going great. He was feeling it really well. He was hitting it really well. Uh, felt really good about what he was doing. You know, uh, you're gonna hit an offensive struggle at some point in time. How long you stay in it? You know, in my own ways, my my opinion is, is kind of how you perceive what you know what you're doing and how you find ways out of it. Um, and so he struggled offensively. That started to affect him defensively. Uh, and now he's coming out. I think offensively he's been one of our better hitters the last you know, two or three weeks as far as batting average and had some homers and that kind of stuff. He's doing a much better job there. Now he's going to get the defense back on play. So hopefully he'll turn that way here these next two weeks, right, where he was at the beginning of the season, where he's playing good defense and being offensive force. Uh, but sometimes those kids complicate that, you know, and that's what we told TJ. Hey, man, your, your bread and butter is being able to play defense. That's, you play with that pep in your step no matter what you're doing offensively. Anything we get offensive is all land yap. So um, just helping him grow and mature through some of his thought process, and, and hopefully he'll, he'll grab that uh, defensive part here for the last couple of weeks. I mean, because if he does it all, I mean, he's, he's a premium player. I mean, there's no doubt. It's just a matter of maturing a little bit more and, and being a little more consistent. All right. Well, let's go to uh, games got rained out on Saturday. You decided to push them to, to Sunday, play a doubleheader. And, and look, at this point, you, you probably knew, hey, you know, we, we probably got to go out here and win both of these things if we're going to, uh, you know, if we're going to still be in the, in the race. Yeah. And, and I think maybe on um, game two of the weekend is, uh, I don't want to say, a, you know, kind of a 
a balloon popped a little bit. But the right. way that game kind of went, you know, you had so many chances. Yeah. I mean, we, we took the lead twice late yep. uh, and, and couldn't hold it. And before we get to that, let's talk about Andrew Landry. I thought maybe, you know, you talk about stats and how sometimes they're misleading. His record, I think he's thrown really well this year. Yeah. And I think he might have thrown best – in this game, maybe as he has all year, he really did. He did just did a good, great job of being aggressive, and, and that's what we talked about. And you about, threw right? him deep too. We did. Well, well, well his pitch count was down. Yeah, ninety-three <laughs> pitches and seven. When you, when you when you pitch the contact and you, and you and you invite that in again, you but eight punch outs, only one walk. He was good. That's it. I mean, you you, you get some contact and again, just let your stuff play. I mean, the hitters, the hitters are hitters. Look, they're good offensively again. But Landry's got to stuff and be aggressive, and and so that's what we talked about. That's that's a little bit of the conversation we had earlier in the in the show, right, Alan? What we were talking about, like, hey man, what do you do at this point? Well, you, you do what you did to be successful. Well, how were you successful? Well, I tell you this, we're we're, we're aggressive in what we do. We're just aggressive mindset of team, and yeah, we're gonna have a little bit of failure in there. That's gonna happen, but the only times or not, we're gonna stay aggressive after that failure, and we're gonna have success because we're so convicted in that being in that aggression that we are. And I thought Andrew Landry did a great job of that, man. He did a great job of continuing to, to overcome some things and uh, pitch his way through some things. Uh, again, some things happen. We, we balk in a situation. We're on a third, two outs, you know, I think two yeah. strikes on the guy because the, the, the communicator thing doesn't work or whatever it may be. And it's easy. I mean, just, just step off. I mean, that's your one step off you get. That's where some of this, this rule stuff is just stupid. That shouldn't impact the game. But it is what it is. So be mature enough just to, hey, man, either somebody called time, step off the mound, whatever. We balk instead, balk and run. Okay, we handle it. We come back. We take the lead three to two. I thought we did a great job there, man. Have a great at bat. Fink gets the base hit up the middle. Dane Watts, man. I thought he had a really good weekend. Uh, I thought he played really, really extremely well, uh, not only defensively but offensively as well. Just did, did some things. You see the growth, right, of the yeah. freshman. So I jump his ass uh, on, on Tuesday, right, with uh, what happened with him not sliding and take him out of the game and say, hey, man, you got to understand this isn't acceptable. I need you to respond. And he did that this weekend, man. That's, that's yeah. some of the growth that you get excited about to watch some of those players like that. Um, so, yeah, we score from second and the ball in the infield. I mean, that looks like typical Lions, man. And, um, you know, again, we don't play very good defense. You know, we misplay a ball that's a comebacker. Don't play to get us out of the inning. It doesn't happen. We respond with that. Man, a pinch hit Manola in a situation. We run at third less than two. He's down to two. Right. Hey, man, great yep. A.B. He absolutely smokes one in the center field. And like you said, man, the ballpark's not very offensive. Um, but we, it could have been a lot more offensive if uh, if the wind's not blowing the way it is. But, you know, again, you play the situation. So he does what he has to do to get the guy in. We tie it up. Roosevelt, that bat he had, man. And Dane gets the second base on a balk. He reads a ball on dirt to go to third. Two strikes. Again, same thing. Hey, man, I got to find a way to get the guy in. We do it. And, and instead, we just don't play good defense, man. If we play good defense, we win the game. It's the first time all year, I think, that our defense has, has lost the game for us, you know, collectively as a whole. And that just one play. And that's what, you know, everybody's going to look at TJ's play at the end of the game. Man. Oh, TJ lost the game. No, TJ didn't lose the game, man. We, he, he, was he a part of it? Yeah, we played bad defense, man. It wasn't, wasn't very good. So let's, let's focus on the things that matter. Let's just play better defense. Let's, let's do a good job of working to play better from that standpoint um, because now the offense is starting to show up, right? I thought Spencer was, was good, man, out of the bullpen. Um, you know, we, we, we said it. We were going to, hey, man, you leave him a closer, let him go, go do his deal. Big punch out. What Parker could do is one of their hottest hitters. Uh, with a game-winning run in the bottom of the ninth at third base, he punches him out. Boom, get us back in the dugout. We thrive off of that. We score a run, bottom of tenth. Hey, man, we, we get beat on no doubles when it shouldn't happen. With, you know, it, is, it is what it is. So a true freshman being out there, and we've got to learn through some hard situations. But, you know, uh, nothing on Mac. It's, not on, it's on us, you know, to be able to not put him in the right position. So 
again, we had to manage a lot of things. We had to go straight nine. Uh, you know, Grzaffi's out now with an arm injury. I tried to start him on Friday night, but he's he can only DH now because he's got an arm injury. And uh, yeah, so you know, we got down to the two catcher situation. We had to run for Curry because of the situation it calls for. We got to go straight nine. Now Spencer's in the lineup to hit. We got to take him out. We got to go to Love and. Um, yeah, just at the end of the game, man, I thought we managed a lot of things well. The only thing we didn't do well was play defense, and that's what beat us. Yeah, you know, you look at the the bottom of the 11 and how they win that thing, kind of a microcosm of the year. You know, we yeah. get the we get yeah. the double play on the bunt, yep. and you think, oh, man, we're going to get hey. out of this. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple of walks, walk, and then, walk, and then an error. You know, it's and just then, free stuff. Just, yeah. It's just free stuff, and we, we are, again, um, we, we've got to get ourselves out of that mindset. And I, and I think, in all honesty, you know, and I had that conversation with Love and um, you know, he's got the weight of the world on his shoulder. Coach, I'm letting my team down. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, it's not just you. Like, that's what you. This isn't a me sport. This isn't an I sport. This is a team sport. Hey, man, pump the guy that's coming in next to you, behind you. Uh, hey, he'll get you out of the scruffle. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll get right back in there. That's why. That's why we're here for each other, man. And I think we're so focused on ourselves of letting our teammate around us down. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. We're so hard, so bad. Uh, that that it's it's been a it's been a Achilles heel for us, man. Unfortunately, the second half of the year that, hey man, there's there's no question if a guy wants it or not. I mean, I'm not questioning anybody's ability to want to win um, by any means, and, uh, and to default now, right to where hey man, the way the world's on their shoulders and said, hey man, okay, I get I got to this point here, here's the ball, you go take it, you you go do it. Hey man, I didn't get the guy in for third base. Hey man, do me a favor, pick me up. You go get the two out knock and knock the guy in, and the run still scores. So. We just we got to do a better job of that. I think that's some of the, the, the intricate play that we've got to make sure we do a better job of if we want to have success these last two weeks. Then you roll over to, to game three, and, and, you know, that's just such a tough way to, to end that game. And, you know, we, this happened to us a couple of weeks ago, you know, with the with the doubleheader where, you, you know, you have yeah. one kind of slip away right at the end, and then you have to roll around and yeah. play right game three, and we just didn't respond very well. And now, I mean, going into the game, you knew it was going to be tough. Uh, Myers, uh, I mean, if, uh, if it's if the Friday night guy from East don't win pitcher of the league, pitcher of the year, this this guy has a shot. He'll, I mean, he'll, yeah, he'll be freshman of the year. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He's got a good fastball, man. And when you get the top of the zone uh, again, <laughs> just how, how the way some things work sometimes. I thought early the zone was elevated for for them. He's getting the call strike at the letters, which. You know, uh, it is what it is. Um, I mean, we had we walked six times. He yeah, walked us six times at five minutes, it. and we that's couldn't it. score. Yeah, he just did a good job of kind of making, kind of guiding the traffic like he needed to. And, you know, hit a ball hard here or there. And, you know, with guys in scoring position, just anything to show for it. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, man, uh, you know, we, we 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 just we didn't pitch very well. We didn't, we didn't play very good defense, and we didn't hit. It was kind of a collective hole, you know, and, is that again us succumbing to the situation, the circumstances? Probably, but I, you know, again after the game one, I'm like, hey man, whatever you got to do, you just clear it. It is, it is what it is. It's over with. Move on from it. Uh, you know, let's go take care of business. Now. Let's go play the game. Just go play the game. And and so we've complicated a little bit of that, you know, with the situation that we're in. All right, there you have it. Let's take a break. We come back for more. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Riser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. About 15 minutes left to go here on our show. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. We're here at Kate Street Seafood Station in Hammond, right by the railroad tracks out here on the patio. Once again, I want to thank Kate Street for being our host uh, this year. We do this every Monday at lunchtime from 12 to 1. I'm Alan Waddell. Thank you so much for joining us. Says uh, Matt, this weekend you're going to go on the road. No, no midweek game this week. Uh, you're going to go on the road and take on Houston Christian, your last road trip of the season. Uh, and, look, I know we kind of touched on it earlier. 
we're not mathematically eliminated, but we're going to need we're, as close as you can be. We, we're going to need a lot to go our way yep. uh, to, to have a chance to get uh, into postseason play here this year. But look, there's still games to be played, and, yep. and you got to play them. And uh, you have an opportunity to go over there on the road and take on uh, the Huskies and Coach Lance Buckman. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, uh, you got to remind yourself of what you wear across your chest. And so. Uh, if nothing, as a man, you know, you got to go out there with pride and, and give it to the best of your abilities, regardless of the situation. And so, uh, that, and that's what we'll do. You know, we're, we're, again, as a staff, are we evaluating a lot of things? Yes, absolutely. You know, as a head coach, am I evaluating some things? Yep. Because I can promise you we won't be in this situation next year. Um, you know, we're, we're making sure that we're, we're making the moves we need to. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to mix some things up from a fall ball standpoint and conditioning and lift and the whole nine yards. We're going to do some things to make sure we're, we're not in this position again from, from a physical standpoint, from a mental standpoint, uh, from a personnel standpoint. So, uh, But to, to continue to trend that way and, and make sure we're, we're in a better place, uh, we're going to end this thing right. And so we're going to go out there and, and, and compete. Uh, we still have a club. It, call me stupid. Call me whatever you want, optimistic. I mean, we still got a club to win the next seven games. I mean, I honestly still believe that, believe it or not, um, because I know I know what I've seen. It's it's just a matter of us doing it. Uh, I know what the guys seen, you know, and it's just a matter of them overcoming the situation and not giving into it. And so, yeah, Houston Christian uh, this weekend at their place. I mean, it's a it's a park that has doesn't have lights, so we'll play day games there. Um, it's parts it got some probably some elements, you know. I mean, it's a it's a grass field uh natural surface but you know the field if the last time i was there if i remember right i mean it was it was Derek jeter and a rod for houston christian playing shortstop and third base and and playing some unbelievable hops that were just it is where it is so it's got a chance to be offensive right um so we, we need to do a good job uh, obviously uh creating the pressure creating the free 90s and, and taking those away on the on the defensive side of things obviously that'll be a lot of focus this week and practice is it's just getting better defensively. Hey, man, let's just – our early work when we go out there, our 30 minutes we put in, let's put the work into the drill work. Uh, let's put the work into the, the defense, the team defense stuff and the communication process and, uh, you know, make sure we're, we're better than what we were last week. And, um, you know, we'll have some different looks. There'll, there'll, there'll be some different looks. Champ will be out at first base. You know, he unfortunately hurt himself there on Friday night <coughs> against Nichols and, and jammed his uh, hip. And so, um, you know, he can barely can barely run. Doesn't bother him, doesn't bother him when he swings, but – him trying to run down the first baseline Friday night, you could see it giving out to him. So uh, there'll be a couple guys there. You know, Jake's been banged up all year. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we put him at first base there on Sunday for two games. You can see some of him over there. Um, you know, there, there'll be some other faces I think you'll see kind of mix around and match around. Obviously, Chris Affey will be out for uh, from a position playing standpoint. Won't be in right field or catching. So, you know, Curry and Manola will take on those responsibilities, you know, full time. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have some different looks and some different guys in some different spots to, to get a little bit better. Uh, to make sure we can mix, mix and match and do what we got to do to you know have success. But uh, again, what they wear across their chest, man, they'll they'll play with pride. Uh, those that senior group will they'll show their appreciation to Hammond and they'll go out there and they'll they'll definitely give it their all. Well, that was going to be my question. You know, you, you hear this all the time. You know, it's, it's easy to you know be first in line to to play hard when things yep. are going good, but when they're not going good, you yep. know, how do you you know that's when yep. character is revealed. And uh, it is. so you have, I mean. I'm sure. Obviously, you want to finish this season the way the way it should be finished uh, yep. for these seniors. But then moving forward, you're going to find out, I guess, over the next few weeks. You know, 100%. who wants to be here, and <laughs> uh, you know, guys that uh, that they're going to continue to play hard. Yeah, I never want to be in this position again. Um, this this is this has been obviously difficult to deal with, you know, personally and for our club. Um, but in the same sense, is it reveals a lot. 
Uh, it, it revealed the truth. It revealed the true character of some guys. It revealed the true character of them moving forward after baseball, right? I mean, how much they can really dig into themselves. The guys that, that will be coming back, you know, it'll, it'll show them some perseverance and show them, hey, man, when I get challenged at my, at my most from a baseball standpoint, hey, man, I was able to answer the bell. And so that will give them some confidence going into obviously next season as well to put us back to where we're supposed to be winning championships. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, again, there's, there's a lot. There's still a lot to play for here in this last two weeks, and I know – I know some folks might not think that, um, but for us, at 100% is there's a lot of things still to play for and, and get yourself moving forward. And, it, it, you know, crazy stuff's happened in baseball. You never know. Until you're mathematically eliminated, some things can be crazy enough to happen to work out just to your favor right at the right time. And, and we're maybe play great baseball, and it doesn't quite work out our way, and we don't get an opportunity, you know, to move forward. But uh, at the end of the day, man, it's going to be the process and how we go about our business and how we're going to compete and how we're going to go. And, and how we're going to get back into to being what we were earlier in the season. I think that's going to be the most uh, important thing this week during practice and, and getting those games this weekend. All right, I'm going to take one more break, and then we come back. I'm going to uh, – we'll finish up here with Matt as uh, we'll, we'll say goodbye. We've got about 10 minutes left to go here. This is not Southeastern Baseball with Head Coach Matt Riser presented by Creighton Towns and Homes here at K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Riser, uh, presented by Creighton Towns and Holmes and, and also K Street Seafood Station. Again, thank you so much for being with us. As just a few minutes left to go here on our show, Southeastern have three games this week, no, no midweek game, uh, and all three games will be on the road. They'll be over at Houston Christian uh, Day Games on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Huskies. And then return next week, uh, we'll be at home against South Alabama, and then we'll finish up the season with Northwestern State right here in Hammond. Just a few minutes left to go, Matt, and uh, Again, man, you know, we've been talking for the last hour, and certainly uh, we're in uncharted waters, you know, from where from where we've been as with you head, uh, as the head coach here at Southeastern. And, uh, you know, those that, that look at it and say, hey, you know, is this a trend or are we, are we trending down? I no. mean, you know, what, what's, what's your response to that? I mean, it's a one and done. <laughs> That's my response. It's a one and done. We're going to make Wahan baseball great again. <laughs> L-A-G-A. Yeah. There you go, baby. Yeah, make make uh, Lion baseball great again. But, um. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is just. I, I guess if you stay around sports long enough, you're you're gonna have a, a situation, and you know, you know, hopefully you, you never do. But if you yep. do, you have to figure out a way to fix it. And I guess that's the question. You, know, you look at a year ago, and for for a lot of the season, uh, you know, a year ago it was it was kind of a 500 deal, and then played well in the league, yep. won the conference tournament, got back to a regional like we've done, you know, in years yeah. past. You know, and then you look at that and you go, hey, you know what? We won a conference championship. We've got this postseason. I could think back. To when we went twenty-five and five, Matt, and right. didn't make a regional. Yep. You know, so it's like there's different levels of success of a season. You mm -hmm. know, and how it plays out, and also how you know your injury situation, or how the the schedule plays out, or you know whatever. Staying healthy is a huge part of this. And, yeah. and that and that's been a, that's been a concern the last couple of years. Yep. I mean, so you know, I mean, how do you how do you address that? Yeah, I mean, you get to you get together with the guys who are, who are the experts, right? Um, the guys who are professional, and, and and you do everything you can. Some of it can be avoidable. Some of it can't. Just the way of the nature, you know. That's just kind of the, the play. I mean, that's that's the risk that you run, you know. I mean, at any sport, you know, uh, football, baseball, basketball, whatever. It's it's just it's a. It's part of the game, uh, and so you have to be able to prepare to adapt for it. So, you know, just for instance, you know, again, some things are in motion. Hey, man, we're not going to just avoid everybody being not injured next year. I mean, there's going to be something happening yeah. at some point in time. Hopefully it's minimal. Hopefully it's not your And everybody player. deals with it. Yeah, everybody has to deal with it to some extent. Ours have been a little bit more than what 
I think, or I mean, if I showed you our injury list, you'd, you'd go like, oh, wow, why was it that bad? You know, um, uh, again, it just maybe it's, maybe it's the the type of body type of players we're recruiting. I don't know the movement pattern. Maybe do some more screen on the front end, uh, or maybe it's just the the, the dumb luck of it, right? Uh, but we're going to do everything we can in our power to make sure that we overcome that. But in the same sense is when we're open this board up, like you know, we had staff meeting this morning, uh, and we look at the board and hey man, what do we still need recruiting wise? Where do we what do we do to make sure we're not in this position again next year? Hey man, these are pieces that we like coming back. This is what we're going to do. Hey, but I'm, I'm telling those guys, be too deep at every position. I mean, look. It, it, do you feel like we, maybe our depth hasn't been as good? Yes and no. I mean, you know, again, I thought we had good players this year to be able to complement some of those things. Um, but have to be the full-time guy every day. Hey, man, you learn as you go. And then hopefully you take it and run with it, you know, type of deal. Um, you know, I, I think the depth was, was decent, um, you know, to, to be able to overcome some of this stuff. But, again, it's it's what got hurt. If, if a runner gets hurt for a runner – then you're okay if uh, right. if a if a banger gets hurt and you got another banger it's okay if, if both the A B C D bangers get hurt if the A B C D runners get hurt it's kind of like starting pitching right right you know if all your starting pitching goes down and you don't have anybody really groomed to be a starter and now you're just throwing a bunch of bullpen guys it, it just it is what it is it just it's not not fun to have to deal with or navigate but that's why they pay me the big bucks right or you know whatever you want to call it so uh, yeah uh, again for me um, you know we're we're addressing the issues now uh, well, to make sure we're in the right position next year to to win a championship, uh, and, and not just win a championship. I want back to dominance, back back to doing what we do. And, uh, you know, again, two positions. I mean, it creates competition, which is great. I think we've had uh, a little a little bit of that, you know, as the years have gone along, you know, some guys feel real comfortable about the position that they're in, and maybe they're not working as hard. And, uh, you know, again, just, just keep everybody in a good competitive nature. And there's some things we're going to switch up. I want to physically be a little bit different and look a little bit different next year. Uh, and, and to continue to maintain that, right, and, and the way we're going to do that by design in seed stuff. Sometimes I really like where we're at in the fall, and it's not the same thing we have in the spring. Uh, we want to be our strongest, our best, the most physical, best mental state at the end of the year, right, to win championships in May and June. And, uh, you know, sometimes I feel great about that in November when I look at it and be like, okay, we finished fall ball. It's to be a similar look of what it would look like in, in, in the spring. And we get the spring, and it's, and not. it's not. It's not. And so – We'll do a good job of that. Uh, you know, again, that was some of the game planning we, we kind of put together just the fall. We're going to play outside competition in the fall to get some of these guys that are new guys coming in ready to understand the atmosphere. And that's new, right? You, you used to yep. couldn't do that. Yeah, we get two of them. Uh, it's been the last couple of years now that we've been able to do it. And I kind of stayed away from it a little bit, you know, um, and, and trying to, you know, to get some things right going. Um, anyways. Um, I, I think it's going to be important for us to put ourselves in a good position uh, to move forward in the spring with expectations to, to, to play, you know, a Lafayette, you know. Um, you know, Jay Johnson and I spoke this past fall. We wanted to play this past fall. Our fall schedule didn't, didn't match up. But if, if Jay and I can get together and figure out our fall schedule and hopefully play, you know, whether they play here or we go play in the box, whatever, just to play in that in the fall and get a look, right, and just again, it's a glimpse to make everything, you know, <laughs> different to win a championship or no. But it's a part of it, I think. I think now it's a part of it to make sure that those guys, you know, know what the expectation is and see it. And now, you know, moving forward, you know, we, we put ourselves in a good position to be successful. Well, Matt, we appreciate you being here, man. I know, uh, I know, this is not the, the the season to this point that uh, that you were hoping for. But you got seven games left and three this weekend over there in Houston at Houston Christian, your last road trip of the season. We'll be rooting for you, man, and uh, and we'll see you back here next Monday. 
Yep, sounds good. Line up. All right, let's take a uh, last break. We're going to say goodbye as this has been Inside Southeastern Baseball with Head Coach Matt Riser presented by Creighton Towns and Holmes here at K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Line up, everybody. <laughs> 